Take me some pivot, man. Black. We're in the house. Hey, baby, baby. Oh, baby. Baby. Peace, peace, family. Welcome back. We black. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Welcome back for another episode of yeah, Dealing with Reality. Yeah. Try yeah. my little shit. Hunter Rich, nigga, shit. She a rich nigga, bitch, but don't be on the rich nigga list, yo. I'm your host, DJ. What's good? What's good, my people? What's good, my people? You best be living in the motherfucking present. The future don't exist, and the past don't exist. All I said is, is just to give you words. Those are just constructs. You know, you worried about what the fuck. Create the future from the present. Don't worry about it. A message from NLE Chopper. It says NLE Chopper shares secret to being happy. Don't think too much about the past. That leads to to depression. Don't think too much about the future. That causes anxiety. Live in the present. Live in the present. Live in the present moment. Because you never value it till it's a memory. Very true. Live in the present moment because you never value it till it's a memory. Positive vibes. I'm sending out to everyone. Love y'all. We black. We flickety flick black black. Black bitch. Black is divinity. Black is royal. Well, I know everybody. Not all black people are on that wave. I don't know any that are on that wave. Personally, like, you know, there's Pharaoh and Seti. But like I said in my previous episode, those are the only two that I know. Other than Orion, Cali. You know, I, I but I know that there's like other ones out there, but we're so separated, we're so apart. I'm in Toronto, Cali's in New York, I think he's in New York, but he goes around. Pharaoh's in LA now, you know. Seti's um, in, I think he's still in uh, fucking Detroit. He might have moved, I'm not sure. He had a new kid, so I'm, I, you know, I, I know that he moved, so I'm not sure. I, he might have moved out of state, you know. But like, we're so far apart, and with this COVID shit, you know, traveling is like a real bitch. Yeah, yeah, it's cheap, but fuck, they about to be like, oh, you can't, uh, you can't travel until you get this fucking vaccine, bro. This shit is not a joke. This shit is not a joke. Hold up. Hold up, family. There we go. Son of a bitch. Hijo de puta. 
I just hit him with the low cut, then call my folks up. Somebody about to get poked up. All that talking at your neck might just get your throat cut. Mm. It's a mad chuck. When we move, click, click, clack, duck. Okay, let's get right into it. Redstone died yesterday. The industry giant was 97 years old. He built Viacom, CBS, and Adrenochrome Open Secret. Drain, Drain Johnson, The Rock. Okay. Mount Pictures. We're gonna go right into this. Many interviews with him over the years, and he always would tell me that he would he, he drank this certain wine, enabling him to stay alive forever. He always talked about how he was going to stay alive forever because he drank this wine. He made it to 97 years old. Sumner is dead. What wine is she talking about? I, for one, would like to know. Mm -hmm. Um, I eat uh, children. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Uh, 12. Twelve. Oh, okay. Uh, only to ten. Children and pineapples. <laughs> and for the most evil invention in the world contest, I invented a, uh, a child molesting robot. Remember now, remember now, as a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh, so is he. You're only going to create shit according to like the kind of person that you are, period. Because you create from you, from inside. You, you know, you think of, oh, this is, it, your thoughts come from within, they don't come from outside. That's just basic science. Do we really have to go into it? We shouldn't, okay? Here you have Summer Redstone pictured with Bruce Willis and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. In this next photo, you have Bruce Willis and his ex-wife, Demi Moore who you see in this next clip. Okay, one more time. Give me a very good one. Don't let her ask Next, we have Steven Spielberg pictured with Summer Redstone. Can you tell us a secret about Steven Spielberg? He eats babies, whole babies. And by the way, Steven Spielberg is a pedophile. I guess this is all just a coincidence. And that nigga that just said that was dead off a bridge and they said it was a suicide. But he said that they were going to suicide him. Michael Jackson said they were going to suicide him. And they did. They killed the clone because um, they kept him in an underground lab, right? But I guess he escaped or something. Or once they killed off his persona, he was free to go. I'm not sure what deal... He cut out with them, but he cut out. He, he it's Michael Jackson. He cut a deal because I showed y'all Michael Jackson was alive. We can replay the clip um, in a later episode, you know, to revisit it if need be. Finally, you have Summer pictured with Bill and Hillary Clinton. And thank you for meeting me in the Carnegie Deli, um, where they serve you know sandwiches as big as a baby's head. Uh, yes, and uh, I actually was hungry, so I thought I would drop by and okay, spend my time with you. I want to make sure. I know that uh, former President Clinton, your husband, is a vegan. Yes. Is he going to give you any grief on this? Is there any friction for you eating meat? No. He's, he's not a smug vegan? 
Okay, yeah. like legally, that makes him not a vegan. He never says, like, you know, that sandwich had a face. That sandwich is somebody's little baby. That sandwich is somebody's little baby. He said that sandwich is somebody's little baby. Y'all keep thinking it's a joke, man. That shit's right in your fucking face, dog. That shit right in your fucking face. Like Oprah saying, oh, you know, if the molester is any good, it's not rape. Man, that shit took me for a world spin. Because, like, you know, as a child, I was um, I was abused. You know, I won't lie, in foster care. In Canada, in Canada I was abused. So it's like, what the fuck is she talking about? You know what I'm saying? Especially for anybody who has been abused in, in any kind of manner along along that, um, you know, sexually, sexually abused in any kind of way. No, we don't, we don't really, we don't, that's not a thing. That's, that's a psycho, I don't even, I wouldn't say psychotic, sociopathic, just lacking feeling. Like, I don't know what kind of fucking statement that is, bro. That is like some Luciferian shit. Oh my dead homie, stop playing. Give me a second, Penny. That's so crazy. We're gonna talk about racism today. We're gonna go into the clone. We're gonna do the cloning episode next. <laughs> this is important though, because you know, black. There's a lot of black people, coons, but there's a lot of black people. There's a lot of Africans, from wherever in the world you're from, that um, believe that black people can be racist. So, let me let me help y'all get educated by um, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing. Real psychiatrist, real fucking doctor, real doctor, real doctor, real doctor. I have her book, The ISIS Papers. You all need that fucking book. Um, but I know a lot of y'all don't read, so I'm a let's let's um you know some some of you will, some of you will, I won't lie. Some of y'all will. We have two very prominent educators, scholars, scholars. on Black Journal tonight. Scholars. And we feel that it is important to defend the First Amendment rights of all Americans. That's right. Dr. William Shockley, one of our guests, has had quite a difficult time speaking at some universities, and particularly some black Hold colleges. on, before I even, before we even get the doctor's um, scientific, um, uh, you know, analysis. Give me a second. Family. Okay. This is from Olianka Products. Black people cannot be racist. That is impossible. So hold on. Let me let me read the top quote first. No such thing as a black racist. Nowhere in the world do blacks have systemic power over another race. Nowhere in the world do we. Stop. Stop living in an illusion. You're already in the matrix, but stop. Stop. This is where it stops. It's 2020. Bitch, 2020 vision. Okay. It's fake 2020, but bitch, it's 2020. It's it's what what that means. Um, is that it's time to open your fucking eyes. That's all. Um, black dislike for whites. Black dislike for whites is black reaction to white supremacy racism, not black racism. 
understand what the fuck I'm saying. Black dislike for whites is black reaction to white supremacy racism, not black racism. The notion of black racism is a myth, a fucking myth, just like black on black crime is a, uh, is a myth created by whites to deflect any real black challenge and response to white racism. Black people cannot be racist. That is impossible, not even in Africa. For black people to be racist, they will have to attain the power, the power. Racism, it, there's, a, there's a power, um, there's a power con- uh, 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 component in order to, to be a racist, okay? So to, 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 to enact it, to enact uh, your racist ideologies and policies and force them onto another person, like they have been done on us, we haven't done to nobody else just read a, like i don't know what to tell you like you know do a fucking meditation and ask who the fuck you descend from uh for yeah so for black people to be racist they will have to attain the power to impose their prejudice upon other groups as a reaction to their racism racism cannot exist without systemic power systematic power racism cannot exist without systematic power racism cannot exist without systematic power Racism cannot exist without systematic power. Racism cannot exist without systematic power. Therefore, black people can't be racist, but I'm not even going to put my therefore yet because we're not concluding. We're just, we're just jogging. We're getting warmed up. We're jogging. We're jogging. Students do not agree with his theories. On Black Journal, we feel that Dr. Shockley's rights, First Amendment rights of all Americans. That's right. Dr. William Shockley, one of our guests, has had quite a difficult time both speaking at some universities, and particularly some black college students do not agree lie. with his theories. But they're fucking black doctors. Journal, we feel that Dr. Y'all Shockley's trust those degrees a lot. In the First Amendment area are parallel to black people's rights. That is, that Dr. Shockley must have a platform for his views Sick of you, if man. black people are to have a platform for their views. Period. Fuck Dr. Francis Welsing. He was saying this in the, the 90s. Side, no, seventy-four. In expressing her view. Black people need to have their own platform to express their own views. Same as in seventy-four. This is before Richard Pryor. This is before Richard Pryor did the um, uh, the Egyptian special, showing you who the fuck you descend from. What the fuck? Why do all of every single? Why does every single mummy that they dug up? Why were they pitch black? Black is coal. All African gods were black. Okay, people fear African gods because they know they are real. All that Jesus, that Christ, that is all that Islam, Judah, all that bullshit, all religion stems from, you know, the Jew, which stems from Rome. Okay, Rome. It's all Rome. Okay, but you know, we're we're not going on religion right now. We're focusing on genetics. It says black people are genetically inferior. We're not, but you know, it, the doctor is going to explain her uh, thesis and her. Uh, period. She's going to explain everything. Okay. On legitimate mass media outlets, because many whites do not agree with her theory of genetics. Now let's find out what the controversy is about. Dr. Shockley, please give us the benefit basically of what your theory is. My uh, principal point, uh, Mr. Brown, is uh, not so much a theory of black-white differences, but is summed up in one word, which is the theme of my appearance on your program and my efforts, and the word is dysgenics. And dysgenics means effectively downbreeding, retrogressive evolution. And I fear that this is worst for the black community, and I particularly welcome an opportunity to appear on Black Journal just for these reasons. And let me say also 
that when I first met Dr. Welsing, it was not black students who were disrupting, but white students. And Dr. Welsing made a very sincere and I thought extremely effective effort, a well-planned effort. It was not effective with these white students at Staten Island Community College, so I would have a chance to speak. In fact, I think they prevented her from saying what she wanted to say when she was trying to uh, gain me a platform. So my main theme is that we have problems that we should face, and we should look at, connected with dysgenics, and I welcome any opportunity I have to bring this out so that people can look at it and worry about it. Dr. Shockley, you are accused of having a theory uh, that is uh, a racist, a white racist theory. How do you respond to that? Well, I respond to that by saying that I've considered whether or not I am a racist. Racist is an epithet that used to damage my self-esteem, but it doesn't anymore. That's right. I feel it's untrue. If you look in the dictionary as to what racist means, it means uh, emotional feelings, irrational feelings associated with fear and hate. If I really had those, I don't think I would be here this evening. That's right. I feel that uh, what I'm engaged in is a demand for diagnosis. And Hold I'd on. like to say some more about this. Let, let, so we say that, that, part, that last part again, doctor. Please. Please. Respond to that. Well, I respond to that by saying that I've considered whether or not I am a racist. Racist is an epithet that used to damage my self-esteem, but it doesn't anymore. I feel it's untrue. Mm -hmm. If you look in the dictionary as to what racist means, it means uh, emotional feelings, irrational feelings associated with fear and hate. If I really had those, I don't think I would be here this evening. I feel that uh, what I'm engaged in is a demand for diagnosis. And I'd like to say some more about this chart, which we'll, we'll come to probably later, which shows the disproportionate rates of reproduction for the least effective elements of the black community. I'd like to say more about that than we should in just this brief introduction. But uh, I think there is another word that better describes what I'm involved in, and that word is raceology, which means a scientific analysis of racial differences. And I uh, basically, I have a faith that reason is That's a good That's all thing. we're doing here, a scientific feel, analysis uh, of racial differences. Some white people might need clearance. I mean, not Clarence, um, what's that word? Fuck, clarity, clarity? No. I don't know, fuck, I forget the word, but it'll come to me. But uh, I think there is another word that better describes what I'm involved in, and that word is raceology, which means a scientific analysis of racial differences. And I, uh, basically, I have a faith that reason is a good thing, and I feel, uh, as you do about the First Amendment, but maybe with a slightly different emphasis. I think the really important thing about the First Amendment is it is a way of guaranteeing a high likelihood that truth will emerge as a result of conflict, conflicting ideas being expressed. And I have a thesis and a basic belief that truth is a good thing and will be a benefit to man. Thank you. Dr. Francis Welsing, give us the benefit of your theory, please. Well, my theory was, I wrote the paper in 1969, I wrote a paper called The Crest Theory of Color Confrontation and Racism. And the sole reason behind writing that paper was an attempt to understand the behavior of white people in relationship to all people of color, every place in the world, black, brown, red, and yellow people. And the paper was presented to the Americans at the National Medical Association, a section on psychiatry in neurology, because back in 1969, uh, the black caucus in the American Psychiatric Association, we had said that racism, and when we talk about racism, we're talking about the white supremacy behavior of white people. 
that racism was the number one mental health problem in the nation and it was the number one cause of other mental health problems. And I wanted to understand what this thing of racism really is all about because it's the kind of, it is the thing that has caused woe and misery and suffering for the vast majority of the people on this planet that are classified as non-white. And in my attempt to understand why the necessity of white people to keep saying that white is superior and that the condition of non-white is inferior. And the more I thought about it, in conjunction with uh, an idea that a friend of mine had that racism was a worldwide behavioral system for the maintenance of white supremacy by a small minority of people, I put those ideas together with what we know about genetics, what we know about the condition of skin whiteness itself. The condition of skin whiteness is the genetic inability to produce skin pigment called melanin. This is a genetic recessive trait. It is a genetic deficiency state, not as defined by Francis Wilson, but defined by geneticists and dermatologists that the inability to produce the skin pigment of melanin or melanin pigment is described as albinism. And I think that white people, even though most white people are not consciously understanding their problem in genetics. They are certainly aware that they are genetically dominated by people of color. That's why it was a statement, one, block, one drop of black blood makes you black because people of color have the genetic capacity to annihilate white people. And so unless white people control the reproductivity of people of color, then we have, we can pop eugenics. Take one block, one drop of black blood makes you black because people of color have the genetic capacity to annihilate white people. And so unless white people control the reproductivity of people of color, then we have, we can one block, one drop of black blood makes you black because people of color have the genetic capacity to annihilate white people. And so unless white people control the reproductivity of people of color, then we have, we can postulate that perhaps one day there won't be any white people. And I think that the very survival of white people necessitates that they project genetic inferiority on people of color because it is they who really are aware that they are genetic recessive and perhaps genetically inferior to people of color. And I am not saying this to to call uh, the condition of skin whiteness to say, well, no, white people are inferior. I'm not saying it for that purpose, but I think that it is of prime importance for the majority of people in the world to understand why it is that white people have to, the affected majority, large numbers of white people, have to move in a hostile and an aggressive way against people of color and have to constantly focus on, it's you who's genetically inferior because they realize that there's something wrong with their genetic status. Now, we have what? to get a call. Oh, sure, All please. Right. Let, let me, uh, so that, because uh, we have a number of calls, and we'll see what the public wants to find out also. Just one second. Hello, go ahead, please. You're on Black Journal. Yes, thank you. I would, I would like to ask a question. Why does the doctor feel that his theory, Dr. Shockley, why do why you feel that your theory is correct? Well, let me say that's a, um, a long question. Let me point out one aspect. Uh, I mean, it's a question that calls for a very long answer. Uh, I think I might just at this point say that in a time like one hour, we may expose a problem and encourage thinking about it. And this is a very valuable thing. 
but to uh, cover either Dr. Welsing's views or mine, and let me say here are, just to show that these things exist, is a pamphlet that she was good enough to give me some time ago. Uh, and they this was upside down. Well, that was upside down. Yeah. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Um, and this is uh, one of my own. It's actually a collection of a, de of a debate. The encouragement of ethnic education is yours. Uh, this is the issue of the journal. Mine was, uh, the title of my uh, paper is somewhat different from this, but I want to say uh, that speaking for myself, if people would like to write to me at Stanford University, I have a post box there, post box S, which is the same as Shockley and Stanford. I will try to supply more information, and I'm sure Dr. Welsing will say what she can do about making uh, telling people how to reach her pamphlet. But now let me say this chart that I held up a moment ago is very important in respect to this question of why I think uh, there may be what proves a basic difference. But I'm going to say that if there were not a basic difference in uh, intellectual capacity in the past, there probably will be a basic difference between black and white intellectual capacity in the future simply because of the reproduction patterns. And these are Census Bureau data, and this is the most threatening aspect. And what it indicates is that for the black women of the lowest intellectual social class, uh, which are rural farm women, generally the education is least, the average number of children is 5.4. For women with um, <clears throat> college degrees, it's 1.9. And um, so this is definitely unfavorable. It is it is reproducing far more at the bottom end and not enough to keep even at the top end. For whites, uh, let me just finish this. For whites, the numbers are also in this direction, but nowhere nearly as uh, as severe. Dr. Shockley, I think that uh, in all fairness, you should explain to the audience why it is that you have, first of all, you have a very large segment of the black population who are uh, on farms, who are deprived in cities. Why don't you explain at the time that you're showing this, why, who is keeping black people in a situation like they're in? I mean, it could be, you could turn it around the other way where you could have very large numbers of black people who are exposed to educational opportunities like white people who are exposed to housing, who are exposed exposed to health facilities. Why don't you explain that at the same time that you put well, figures I'm like sure that? Sure, you would explain it, uh, no, but Dr. I think Wilson. It's important but uh, one must say first things first. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, you've raised the basic question there, and that is whether the disadvantages are primarily a lack of opportunity or whether they are primarily a basic genetic difference. And let me mention one thing, which is that in certain areas, there is no doubt about black superiority. Blacks are superior in visual acuity. Which is that in certain areas, there is no doubt about black superiority. Blacks are superior in visual acuity. Which is that in certain areas, there is no doubt about black superiority. Blacks are superior in visual acuity. Which is that in certain areas, there is no doubt about black superiority. Blacks are superior in visual acuity, and they're superior in a systematic way. Now, I, uh, I don't expect that people will understand the details of this, but I simply want to show that quantitative work can be done. This happens to be a research job of my own. And what it shows, because these points that you see here lie on a, on a line, which is not the, the central line, but they lie systematically on a line, what it says is that so far as visual acuity is concerned, blacks are systematically better than whites. It's as if their bell-shaped curve, their distribution curve, were pushed upwards compared to whites for visual acuity, or at least for the avoidance of bad eyesight, such that if the same shift occurred for IQ, 
it would mean that the average IQ distribution would be up by nine points rather than down by about 15 points, which is the typical average. Dr. Shockley, visual acuity is probably something that the system of white supremacy has not necessarily seen the need to affect the environment that black people are in so that it will alter the fact that they have visual acuity that is superior to whites. The fact of visual acuity is not attacked in the same way as educational opportunity and job performance. Okay. There you heard it from the doctor herself. If you want more? She has, um, she has, well, the book, the ISIS papers. She has, um, I think she's had a couple of books. She's like a well, well-known author now. Um, renowned scholar also. Uh, so check her out, Dr. Francis Press Wilson. And, um, so really it was compiling, you know, data through research from a bunch of different black scholars, um, on what race, first of all, I had to understand what racism was because people kept saying, oh, I'm a racist just because I feel according to, like my soul talks to me. It's not my fault that I got a soul and you bitches are soulless. Like you're some fucking demons running around. Um, what the fuck? Bitch, I'm gonna listen to my soul. That's the only real thing in this world. Everything is fake. This is the fake world. The dream world is the real world. And all the people in it are fake. The weather's fake. The sky is fake. The sun that we see in the sky is fake. Uh, the food is fake. Uh, the water's fake. The main source, you know, the water's poisoned. The, the ocean's poisoned. The skies are poisoned. The environment is poisoned. The animals are poisoned. You're being poisoned um, through all these different methods. Um, and psychologically, without you even realizing. So I had to understand what racism was before I could even, um, you know, come to an understanding. That's the note that we're going to end things today on, fam. Because, well, I'm going to MKUltra. It's heavily stored, dude. I'm tired of this. Yeah.